We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, thank you, Charles. Appreciate it. It's 836 on this Wednesday morning, the 20th day of December 2023. I'm John Reed. And we are glad you're with us here on News Radio WRVA. You know, the week before Christmas, eh, you never know. Could be calm, cool, nothing's going on. We're desperate for topics to talk about because everybody's trying to get home and rest. Or it could be a week like this where all kinds of crazy stuff is happening. You know, you just heard Charles's newscast the the story of the removal what i did may have happened overnight to be honest with you the arlington national cemetery just reopened at eight o'clock to the public and uh, i know there's some people with defend arlington who had been trying to stop the removal of the reconciliation statue who were going in to see is it still there now that this judge has said you can take it down uh or is today the day that that statue comes down Uh, We'll talk to one of the leaders of Defend Arlington uh, in our 9 o'clock hour. And, of course, the big news about the Colorado Supreme Court removing Donald Trump from the ballot. I, I just think folks are playing with fire here. At some point, the civilization is going to crack and there are going to be some people who have been fuming in the corner who are going to come rushing out of the shadows. I'm afraid I did. you know, I don't want that to happen. I don't. I don't. I want us to have a peaceful society to iron this stuff out. Um, but you know, all the Democrats who talk so much about democracy and are fighting for everybody to be able to vote, even for illegals to be able to vote. You're a criminal. You get to vote. But nope, you can't vote for Donald Trump. I think that's a problem. I think philosophically, that's a problem. So when we first talked to former Governor Doug Wilder and said, hey, would you like to come on the week before Christmas? I didn't know whether I didn't know what we'd be talking about. Maybe just looking forward to the next General Assembly. But Governor Wilder uh, is kind enough to join us this morning. And I really appreciate it. Can I ask you, Governor Wilder, I mean, you tracking on the story about the reconciliation Confederate monument. Do you have strong feelings one way or the other about it coming down and what has transpired not to not to dwell on that but i wondered if you had a reaction good morning to you good morning to you john it's good to be with you as usual i listened and followed the story the more important thing is what we do in america today what we do as society today Mm -hmm. statues are one thing but mayans are another Uh, we've removed the statues on monument avenue but our schools are still in deterioration. Right. Uh, we've removed the statues on Monument Avenue, and we've made up stories as to how we're combating crime. But you and I know that crime is at a high rise uh, everywhere we go, all over the country. So I think it's most important for people in America, particularly the elected leaders, concentrate on the things that matter most. Get opportunities for people to attend school, to go to school, and to become educated, to be able to get a job, to, to, to work and to save, and to be able to send their children to school. 
that's one of the things I'm very pleased with announcing that we're going to be having at uh, at our school uh, sponsoring, uh, quite frankly, uh, January the 20th. The Wilder School, Virginia Union, and Howard University will host a national ovation gala, but it's to support students uh, to go to HBCUs. Uh, we will likewise be doing things at Virginia Union on my birthday, which is January the 17th. We'll be celebrating, but we will premiere a new documentary about my career. It's free and registration uh, is online at the Wilder School website. Yes, people have great ideas as to what we need to do about statues, but is anybody in Virginia talking about the $100 million that's being wasted at Virginia Commonwealth oh, University? Yeah. You and I have talked about it, but don't you think that's more important? How did we go through this election cycle without that being one of the main issues? I just can't believe it. Thank God you've I raised must, it. but. <laughs> I must be the dumbest man in the world because I would <laughs> never have believed this would have happened. Right. I mean, $100 million. Finally, we've got JLOC, which is the Joint Legislative Audit Review Commission, and the legislature. I have called upon them. Uh, I called on everybody for that. I called on Governor Youngkin. And as you know, Governor Youngkin has said that this was a wake-up call for him. Now, you've had him on your show, and you've had questions to be asked of him. Has Governor Yunkin told you, now that he's awake, what he's done or he's going to do about this $100 million? I know. I have to admit to you, it's, it's, it appears to be crickets from all of these guys, from the governor. And, to, yet, yeah. and yet he's now coming, <clears throat> asking for, I don't know how much money, from the legislature. For sports entertainment with uh, hockey and, mm. and basketball, oh, that's fine as a hobby. But I'm talking about real-life things, things that matter most, as I call it. Yeah. And I think you and I have had this discussion before. My one-term definition of politics is money. Right. And yeah. if you keep your eye on the dollar, you follow the interests of the people. I think it's most important that we have our leaders Speak to accountability, speak to responsibility, speak to the things that matter most, and speak to the people. The $100 million is interesting. I was at an an event on Monday night with Republicans and Democrats, honestly, and I looked, and there were a couple of members of the VCU board who were there. And boy, every time I moved close, because I was going to just go be friendly and say, hey, would you like to come on the radio and talk about it? They ducked away every time I walked towards them. I couldn't believe it. Like, come on. If there's an answer here, if you want to pull me aside at a party and say it's not a big deal, John, you're blowing this out of the water. I don't know how you say that over $100 million, but everyone is getting to duck this. And I'm that tells you that nobody in that venue is representing the people. Mm. Is the governor representing the people? Is the board, which is appointed by the governor, to represent the people? Not themselves, not special interests. And as you pointed out, for you to go near them and for them to even think, it should be another wake-up call for the governor. So rather than be traveling all around the country telling other people how they should vote and 
what they should do in terms of getting their governors elected and who should be elected. I think Governor Youngkin was a responsibility to the people of Virginia to demand of those who are responsible an accountability as to what is hap- what has happened with the money. These are another thing. Right. If they've messed that money up before, what makes you think they're not messing up more money <laughs> in all the areas? Right now. You, you got it. Exactly. And, and you, he can lecture all the presidents around the country as to what they're doing. But what did he say to President Rao yeah. right here? Yeah. Did, were you surprised this morning? I, so you probably still get the hard copy of the paper, this story about the, uh, the governor saying he's going to float the idea of getting rid of the car tax, which was very successful for candidate Gilmore to become Governor Gilmore, but then less successful once Republicans stabbed him in the back. Are you, I'm trying to figure out what Governor Youngkin's doing there. Talking about it is one thing. Putting it in the budget is another. Would you, what is your reaction to this? Well, you, you've answered my, you've answered the question that I would give you. That is, it's hard to imagine what the governor is doing. I've not talked with him. I'm not suggesting that he talk with me. Hmm. But when people like you, and you've not hidden your views as to people you support and the kinds of people you support, when you can't make sense of it, then that tell you everything that you hmm. need to know. Hmm. The people just have no idea and i think the governor has a responsibility now and for the next two years for the next period of his time in office to work with the people talk to them yeah don't think that they are so beneath you that you can't talk with them and explain to them on a regular basis well i I hope he's going to consider restarting ask the governor now that this election is over and we're no longer distracted by the possibility of the presidential stuff maybe you know maybe i can talk him into coming on here do you think he's going to have a good two years here or do you think starting in january is just going to be pure hell for him i don't think that people want anyone to have pure hell in governance because uh, we need to consider the people over party at all times. I think what you're seeing, and I hate to say it like this because many of us had high hopes for the governor to achieve, but lack of experience in government, lack of experience at any levels in governance, pretty much is being shown Mm. and pretty much is being seen. And you and I may talk for as long as we want to talk, but if you don't have that firsthand hands-on experience in the job mm-hmm. you're not going to achieve it in a day or two a week or two or sometimes in a year or two you got to have it he brought in a couple of people who had been around around the block a few times you know one of his political advisors worked for the for the former speaker of the house of delegates kirk cox you know was a senior person there and then you know richard cullen who was attorney general uh uh, after another attorney general stepped in, who's you know they know their way around state government. You don't think that was enough, though? Well, you can have anyone you want to around you uh, telling you, but the question is, are they being? Does anyone listen to them? Uh, are they being adhered to? Uh, I know people, quite frankly, <clears throat> who have contributed big bucks to the governor, who mm-hmm. had experience and who have knowledge. They have said to me they have no idea what the governor is doing. Hmm. Uh, he doesn't return their calls. He doesn't speak to them. And quite frankly, uh, you, you can see you can have all the hope you want to, and and I have hope because 
the people of Virginia need somebody to speak for them on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Uh, real quick before you go, I, I can't. Uh, you ran for president. What do you think of this Colorado decision of taking Donald Trump, banning Donald Trump from the ballot, the presidential it's ballot? Not last. It's it's a temporary thing. It's, you think? Uh, it's absolutely crazy. <laughs> when you have his opponents who are running for the nomination themselves, when you hear them saying it's crazy, you know it's crazy. Yeah. It's hard for me to imagine how he could even interpret something like that to be put into an opinion. I think it's it's a, well it's it's stupid. <laughs> That's one word to describe it. It's a very stupid opinion. It won't last. It won't stand the light of day. It's a. Uh, It'll, it'll be overturned, and it's, it makes no sense. Well, you give me some hope that there's that there's some sanity out there. Uh, <laughs> I was shocked <laughs> yesterday that it actually – I didn't well, look down at the phone. Believe, I just couldn't believe it. I, I could not believe it. But there again, we see so many things. I, I would never have believed that we'd have $100 million thrown away in Virginia. Yeah, no that's, right. It. that's right. But as you said, the, the – the things become curiouser and curiouser <laughs> on a day-by-day basis. Well, let me wish you a very happy holiday for your listeners, too, to a very happy holiday season, and God bless you for a happy new year. Thank you, Governor. And I sent the uh, link to buy tickets to your event, your ovation oh, event, uh, to my boss. Thank so I'm kind of... Thank you so much. God bless you. <laughs> I'm hoping thank he's going to so cough up for, for it, okay? Well, and I hope I'll see you. That's all. Let's let's hope we don't have to find some throat lozenges for him. Okay. <laughs> Governor Wilder, thank, thank you, you very much. All right. God bless you. Thank you very much. Merry Christmas. Eight forty nine on this Wednesday. We're back with more in a moment on News Radio WRVA. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.